0: Radio 14 KMHL as we kick off our SMSU campus update. Joining us in studio is Marcy Olson and Natasha Bow. Natasha Bow is the financial aid director at SMSU. Now, oh, this is a good question here. Why did you pursue a career in financial aid? Because <laughs> when most folks think of financial aid, they think of filling out those FAFSA forms and then being done with it forever. But but you're there to help people with that, right?
1: Yes. Yes, I certainly am. Um You know, I get that question a lot of how did you end up in financial aid? And I, you know, it's kind of the happenstance theory. Um, As a graduate assistant, I worked in the financial aid office at Mankato. um, And so I really got exposed to what I can do to help students and families pursue their education and further their dreams. Um, And I also come from a finance and management perspective or undergrad. So the finance piece, the financial aid piece, it kind of all ties together, um, it's just different ways of of framing your your thinking, so <laughs> not a lot of people um understand why we work in the profession, but it is a very rewarding profession um to to see students pursue and and move on to their next journey of life
0: and Let's talk about those students and the and the families involved when it comes to getting into the financial aid aspect. What are some things families should do as they start that college search process and then of course pursuing financial aid?
1: yep. Um, so, first and foremost, they definitely want to fill out the FAFSA application. Um, this is typically open in October, um, however. Special year this year. <laughs> this is a very special year for the FAFSA, mm-hmm. um, And it actually just opened uh, December 31st is when it opened of 2023. Um, but we'll talk about that a little bit later as to what all those changes are. Um, but that's really the first and foremost thing when they start looking at um, pursuing their education um, is first filling out the FAST application, secondly, looking at scholarship opportunities that each institution can offer to the student, um, and then going and visiting those different schools that they want to, you know, whether it's because of a certain major that they are pursuing, um, which school has a, has a high success rate, or um, those are types of things to start thinking about and early on, not just your senior year, but definitely prior to that of what do you want to do in life and where's what's my best options for me?
0: Now, maybe a family is making some pretty good money and the student thinks, well, I don't really need to worry about financial aid. I think we got our bases covered. That's probably not the case, right?
1: Uh, not necessarily. No. Um, we always encourage families to fill out the fast application regardless of, you know, if they think they make too much or they're not going to qualify for anything. Um, Every student qualifies for some type of financial aid, whether you make $2, $10, or 80000 or or $100,000. Um, it just depends on the type of financial aid that we can offer to you, what you will qualify for. So still filling it out is is a good option um, to know what your options are.
0: And you mentioned <laughs> there's different types of financial aid. Can you tell us about some of the main forms of aid and how they yeah. differ?
1: Yep, absolutely. So our biggest programs are grants, Um, loans, and then our scholarships. So the grants and scholarships are what we consider gift aid. Um, So those don't have to be repaid back. Um, Those are gifts to you as the student. Um, And then there is, uh, let's see, I would say five to six different types of grant programs that students can qualify for depending on your circumstances. Um, And then the other big program is the student loan program or the federal student loan program um, which consists of the subsidized and unsubsidized loans. Um, and the loans do have to be repaid back um, with interest on top of those. But definitely another option for families.
0: Now, I I do remember filling out the financial aid forms, getting a lot of help from my parents. Without them, that definitely wouldn't have been possible. <laughs> but are there any common myths or misconceptions about filling out those forms and everything that goes with financial aid?
1: Yes. Yes, there are. And it's funny you say that... Um, the the myth of, my parents make too much money, I'm not going to qualify. So um, that is a very common myth that we hear um, frequently. Um, but certainly, again, as I mentioned before, there are are opportunities for students. Um, another myth that we hear, um, or maybe not necessarily a myth, but a misunderstanding, is I have to file my taxes before I can fill it out. When in actuality, you don't have to file your taxes before you can fill it out for that current year. So, excuse me, for twenty four twenty five your family is going to be using your 2022 federal income tax information. Um, so you don't definitely, you have to file your taxes, yes, but <laughs> you don't have to fill it out before. Um,
2: or you don't so have, to, they file don't have to file for this year, for, for the 2023 tax year? Correct. It takes your, your income from 2022. Yep, So yep. Yeah, so you don't have to freak out right now and go, oh my gosh, I have to get my taxes done right now. Yeah,
1: no. <laughs> no. Um, another one we hear is it's hard to fill out, which for a first-time um, family filling it out, I can I can understand that. Um, I can definitely um, see where families are coming from, but there's there's ample resources and opportunities for families to ask questions, to reach out. Um, the Minnesota Office of Higher Education does a webinar series. Um, it's called Ready, Set, FASA. Um, and they do, I believe it's four sessions in the spring semester where it talks about creating your FSA ID, filling it out, um, different types of aid that are available. I can't remember the fourth one, um, but that's a good resource. Otherwise, reaching out to the financial aid office that your um, student is looking to attend, and we are happy to answer those questions um, and navigate those those uh, difficult waters for some families.
2: It <laughs> mm-hmm. can be intimidating the first time because mm-hmm. you it's, it's difficult to, you've got to create accounts and you've got to log yep. in and it's, you know, two-factor yep. authentications <laughs> and all these things. It's, you yep. know, you feel a little intimidated, but once yeah. you get in it, you can save it. You can stop and come back to it. That's nice. Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, no doubt. And I'm then, speaking
2: from personal experience here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I feel like, yeah, a lot of folks listening maybe are like, yeah, yeah, I can relate to that in a big way. And uh, kind of. Jumping off of financial aid, right next to it is scholarships. Scholarships, mm-hmm. another big way to help you out.
1: Yes, absolutely. Um, scholarships are huge um, for students to apply for, to seek out. Um, if your student is a senior this year, definitely working with your high school or their high school counselors um, to find those. Um, other places that families don't think of is to talk with their employer's human resources office to see if there's anything available available any community organization you belong to um, or at the school that you're looking to apply for. They have all kinds of opportunities for students.
2: And uh, and the high school they're attending a lot of times, yes. like Marshall has yep. the Pride in the Tiger and yep. awards a lot of scholarships, so other schools would have things like that as well. Yeah,
0: yeah, I do remember at graduation, that was kind of when we did the handing out of all the scholarships, and so all mm-hmm. the smart kids got all their scholarships, and then I got to watch them get their scholarships. It was it was it was pretty cool. <laughs> Sorry, Marcy. <laughs> uh, so uh, now, can you can you t- can you tell us a little bit about the scholarship process at SMSU? Is it sure. pretty similar to to most universities, or how does that work?
1: Yeah. Um, so students, um, the majority of our scholarship awarding for first year students is done through our admissions office. So students apply for admission. Um, their a- application information is reviewed, and then um, they will offer what they can to the student in in academic scholarships. Now, there is a separate process, is what I'll call it, um, through a program called AwardSpring, and it has all of our um, other foundation scholarships that we have or can offer to students. So um, if your student is interested in or is wanting to come to SMSU, um, the website to go to is smsu.awardspring.com.
0: All right. Very good. And then apparently there is also a new scholarship program from the state legislature uh, that can fill the gap for students who qualify. And and can you tell me about that?
1: I certainly can. Yes. Um, So the new program that starts fall of 24 is called the North Star Promise Scholarship Program. That's a mouthful. I had Mm -hmm. to make sure I said it right. (laughs) Um, So what it is, is a scholarship program Um, for students who potentially don't have enough um, grant and scholarship funds to cover their full tuition and fees. So the the purpose of the program is um, to provide a tuition and fee-free pathway um, for students or families who earn under $80,000. They're a Minnesota resident, um, and they meet the other four or five criteria that they have listed. Um, But this is is a new program. Um, It's... Anticipated to help a lot of Minnesota students um, be able to pursue their their education um, at no cost to them for tuition and fees.
0: (laughs) Now, quite often with these high school graduates, they might be managing their finances for the first time. And is there any way for, for you folks to help them out in managing their finances? Is there a way to, to get some resources that way?
1: Yes. So um, my number one thing when students ask that particular question is start by creating your budget. What does your budget look like? So you have this much in financial aid. What else do you have outside? What are you working? You know, what are your expenses? Um, and there's a there's a ton of free budgeting tools out there for students, but certainly... Um, you know, if they have parents that can help them work through that, or um, high schools, if they have a class. Um, I can't even think of what that a class is called that I took in high school. But we went through um, learning how to budget and, and identifying your needs and your wants.
0: I do want to know, what are some of the, the bigger challenges you face as financial aid director at SMSU?
1: Oh, boy. A loaded question, Josh. <laughs> um, I think some of the biggest challenges we face, or I face, um, is all of the regulation changes, um, both from the federal and state level. Uh, that seems to be the theme for the 24-25 year. Um, we, we're trying to balance and relearn, because we've been doing it for how many years, so we're having to retrain ourselves, which is difficult when you're set in a routine. <laughs>
2: Yeah. Maybe you can talk a little bit about what's new with the FAFSA this year, because yeah. that whole, it's a two-month delay, three-month three delay, month delay. Yep. and that shifts the entire process back. Yes. What does that look like for you this year?
1: Yes. Um, so everything, Liz Marcy said, will be delayed. Um, and so you as a family can start filling out the FAFSA application schools or universities or colleges won't start receiving those until maybe the end of January is what we've been told. So, um expect the 24-25 year to be delayed in in a lot of things as far as when we can get them, when we can generate you an award offer. Um it's just it's kind of an unknown one, which is which is hard for us in financial aid who are very like very uh
2: you like your timelines. They Thank been you, yes. <laughs> upon those timelines. October 1st, we'll get yes. the results. We can make your awards starting in yeah. February. You know, you yeah. get used to those timelines, and now it's yeah. kind of, well, we're not sure. Yeah. And that's just that's the hard. nature of the whole FAFSA, so just undergoing a complete overhaul.
1: Yep, yep. And as Marcy mentioned, it is going, or has gone, a complete overhaul. Um, this is the final year, so we've kind of been doing a phased overhaul, but this is the final year um, that everything has to be implemented by. Um, so some of the biggest changes are, again, the delayed opening is one of them. Um, the second one is um, every student or contributor, so they're no longer parents on the FAFSA; it's contributors. They'll all have to have their federal student aid ID. Um they are taking away the expected family contribution that we base our financial aid award offers on. They're renaming that to the student aid index. Um, what are the other things they're changing? Um, tip for twenty three twenty-four, the FAFSA was approximately 108, hundred and eight, hundred and nine questions, depending on the student or um, the family circumstances. Um, for twenty-four twenty-five, one student family or one student could fill out maybe 18 questions. So it's eliminated a lot of
2: questions. 108 <laughs> questions down to 18. That yeah. is incredible.
1: Uh, and I guess I forgot the biggest change. Um, in addition to all of those, um, what seem like minimal changes for families, um, the biggest one is is the student and family both giving consent to um, have their income tax information directly pulled into their FAS application behind the scenes. So... Prior years, we had what's called this IRS data retrieval tool, which would allow families to enter their address and pull the information. It was not user friendly, whatever, whatsoever. But um, this year, now they just have to give consent, and that will um, automatically transfer behind the scenes. So that's I know families are very concerned about entering tax information wrong, and completely understandable. So this is this is a big improvement for families in mm-hmm. that
2: mm-hmm. regard. You don't have to worry about accidentally typing in a number incorrectly, Correct. which could have a huge impact on, Correct. on your awards. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: I want to know how many workshops and webinars did you have to attend to kind of deal with all these uh, <laughs> changes, these phases, these overhauls. Was it a, a um, daunting process or not too bad?
1: It was daunting. Yes. Yeah. I'll be honest with yeah. you, Josh. <laughs> um, and we're continually doing training. So it's not like it's a one and done thing by any means. Um, we did some training back in October, November. They started releasing a few things for us. Um, we attended the virtual, or the yeah, the virtual Federal Student Aid conference. So they gave us a little bit more. Um, now that it's open, we're we're seeing some um, issues or things that they just need to fix, and so we're reporting those. Um, so we'll continue training for probably the next two years. <laughs>
0: No doubt. Now, now we've gotten into some of the nitty gritty uh, questions, so now we'll throw you a nice little softball. Oh what are some of the uh, more rewarding aspects of your position there?
1: Oh. the rewarding yeah. um, is seeing the students succeed. That's that's the number one thing, and the students coming to you and saying, "Thank you so much for your help. I couldn't have done this without you." I mean, I have a separate file in my email of students who have sent me thank you notes and. You know, because you always you have bad days. By all means, everybody does. But then you just go into that folder and you say, "Okay, I'm I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing, and and this is why." So, yes.
0: Natasha Bow, financial aid director at SMSU. I appreciate the time you here this morning. And Absolutely. We'll probably talk to you again down the road.
2: <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs>
0: As we now swing it back over to Marcy Olson, you got a whole list of events and fun things happening on the campus of SMSU, right?
2: I do. We have some fun things coming up because, you know, as it gets cold, we like to celebrate winter meltdown. Mm -hmm. We can pretend it's not winter for a week. Um, Student Activities has a whole bunch of stuff planned January 22nd through the 27th uh, for students um, to enjoy and um, be in denial about the weather, but though next week it's not going to be that bad. Um, the whole week is is capped off with Tropical Night on Saturday, January 27th. Um, earlier in the day, we have the Hall of Honor induction ceremony starting at 11 in the morning. We have a pregame alumni social at Everspring Inn and Suites from 3 to 5 p.m. We have the women's and men's basketball games 5 and 7 p.m. Uh, We also have coming up on Saturday, January 20th, Winter Discover Day for high school, juniors, seniors, and transfer students who are interested in SMSU. And as always, the public is more than welcome to come out, walk some miles in our halls, and just hang out on campus and stay warm.
0: Then Winter Discovery Day. That's a good one for students to realize how connected that campus is when it's yes. a really cold day. Absolutely. No yes. doubt. Mm-hmm. Marcy Olson, Natasha Bow, I appreciate your time here today, and we'll talk to you again down the road.
2: Sounds great. Thanks for having us.